This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution. That will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. It's time for Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim Riley and Robbie Hyde. This turned out to be a rather busy day in the free agent landscape with uh, with Seth Lugo heading to the Kansas City Royals and the big one, Young-Hoo Lee headed to the San Francisco Giants. The Giants, tired of not making a splash, make one with Lee. Lee and Lugo, depending on where you get your MLB free agent top 25 rankings, uh, both top 25 players that have now come off the board and Lee, maybe one of the better defensive players that was available, period, this offseason. So that's a good job by the Giants, but did they overpay? We're going to talk about that. I don't know if they did. I I know that they're, I mean, you got to include the posting fee too as a thought, but Look, Brandon Nimmo is twenty million bucks a year, and Lee is nineteen. And now Nimmo is a much more proven player, but with the potential ceiling of Lee, I'm not going to crush the Giants for the dollar amount on this. Some of you may. I am. I'm not going to. This is a San Francisco team that has it last year. I think last year the free agent hall was all door prizes. Can we be honest here? Mitch Hanniger, Michael Conforto, Ross Stripling, uh, Sean Manaya. It, it, there really was not anything very appealing or exciting about the offseason that the San Francisco Giants had last year, especially when you had all the heightened expectations of Aaron Judge and Carlos Correa, and none of it came through. Judge went back to the Yankees. Carlos Correa's deal fell apart. And this offseason, you knew that 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 Otani was a prime focus. You knew that Yamamoto is a focus and there's a lot of competition for Yamamoto. So, this is it, Yamamoto is not a short thing. Yamamoto is going to be tough to get. I like that they went out there and they were aggressive for Lee. The deal. 6 years, 113 million he can opt out after the fourth year. But again, that's about $19 million a year AAV. And Brandon Nimmo is about $20 million. I'm not saying that's the perfect comp. Uh, the comps that I have seen on him, just grabbing from the athletic, uh, names include Steve Kwan, Andrew Benatendi, Adam Frazier, 
you're going to hope that he's not Adam Frazier. Uh, also, Brendan Donovan. Donovan's a nice one. Quan is a great one. Ben Attendee, when Ben Attendee's at his best, I mean, if he can, if Lee is going to be Andrew Ben Attendee at his best, then you got a really good player here uh, with the bat because Benny, when he's locked in, can do some good things with, with the stick. So I really like here, we're going to take a look at what we've got. These are Baseball America's comps. We have a 60-hit tool. Giants win in the free What's agency market no matter what. Yep. They at least tied the Dodgers' offer and still lost, blaming it on location. 60-hit tool. The power's not going to be there. That's where you kind of get to the Stephen Kwan comp. Speed, decent, above average, 55 out of 80. Fielding, 50 out of 80. Arm, 45 out of 80. I would actually argue that the fielding, this is Baseball America's. I've seen other elements, uh, and I couldn't get it to load on Fangraphs. I don't know why. I, I, I really thought Fangraphs had a scouting report for him. I don't know what happened to it. It was buried behind all the ads that were popping up on, on Fangraphs. Are they broke? So we got a 50 out of 80 fielding here for Baseball America, which is just average. But I actually think it's probably a little bit better. And again, these are the grades. This is not where he's at right now. This is where he projects to be. So, um, yeah, I think the fielding is a little bit better. But I like that hit tool, 60 out of 80, 55 out of 80 speed, and 50 out of 80 fielding. I think it's higher than that. So I think you got a, a really nice player here. Baseball America, the future line on him. Lee projects to be a leadoff hitting outfielder who hits for a high average and gets on base at a high clip. He'll be 25 most of next season and still has his prime years ahead of him. This is a great get. This really is a great get. We take a look at the San Francisco Giants lineup. Fangraphs slotted him into the number seven spot. That will not hold. He will be the leadoff hitter for the San Francisco Giants. Lamont Wade slides down. You have a top of the lineup where you can go Lee, Estrada, Yastrzemski, Flores, lefty-righty, lefty-righty. You can play the matchups. I like what San Francisco's doing here. So more to do, but I like it. And again, good defensively for Young Hu Lee. And that's a big element to what San Francisco needed to prioritize this offseason after last year's atrocious defense. Just miserable, cost you games, keep you from making the playoffs kind of a defense. They had to turn it around and they did that. So good job by the Giants going out there, getting Lee, not letting this thing turn into an absolute frenzy, making it clear we want this player, we want you, we're going to go and get you. Are the Dodgers and the Rays on the verge of a blockbuster that would send Tyler Glass now and Randy Arozarena out west? We're going to get into this thing. Social media was lit on fire last night with some Twitter posts and Instagram posts, some trusted people saying some things about this possibility. Again, this is where it started from Jack from MLB Nerds. Breaking, the Dodgers are on the verge of acquiring Tyler Glasnow and Manny Margot. That's not Randy Arozarena. Sources tell MLB Nerds. About an hour later, he tweeted that Ryan Pepio and Johnny DeLuca are expected to be the return. 
And we trust this from Jack, at least I do, because Michael Moreno reposted it, essentially standing by this information. And Michael Moreno is somebody that we trust, somebody that gets things right, somebody that has sources and breaks news. So Michael Moreno retweeting it. It's almost like Jack, it's almost like Jeff Passan retweeting Alden Gonzalez back on that Otani watch day when Alden put out that a decision had not been made. Jeff retweeted it. So you're standing by the information. Michael Moreno is standing by this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What would this trade look like? Glass now, Margot, Pepio, DeLuca. Let's run it through the baseball trade values machine. And you can see it doesn't look that good. $10 million value for what the Dodgers would be getting with Glass now and Margot. And a $30 million value going to Tampa for Pepio and DeLuca. Now, why might the Dodgers have to overpay? It may be because, and we'll get into this too, the market is hot for Tyler Glass now. We talked about that on Sunday, that he seemed to be the next major piece that could be moved. We've got the Reds, we've got the Cubs, we've got the Angels involved. So the Dodgers may have to overpay because of the current market conditions. Obviously, in trade values, this thing is rejected. A 30 to 10 would be unlikely. But again, Randy, this is Manny. Randy got us all fired up when he went on Instagram and posted this photo. This is where all of the weight, this is where all of the fire, this is where the heat comes from when we're looking at this potential blockbuster. Born in Naziri tweeting shortly after this that he has people telling him that Tyler will be joined by Randy in a trade. And Borna knows some people, okay? And again, I get back to this. We talked about this. There is no gain for throwing something out there that is incorrect. Borna is getting information from people that are telling him this is what they're trying to execute. There's no gain for guessing because, what, are you just going to keep guessing right every single time? Uh, Later... Borna tweeting, I wonder if the Dodgers will meet the ask of the Rays for a Rosarena and a Glassdow with a green check mark, alluding to the Glassdow deal is done. And now they're just trying to work on pieces for Randy Rosarena. Well, let's, in, a, in another tweet from Borna, he included Ryan River and Michael Bush as pieces. So let's put them all together. Ryan River, Michael Bush, Ryan Pepio, Johnny DeLuca, all four for Tyler Glasnow and Randy Rosarena. If this ends up being the trade, how does it look in the baseball trade values machine? It looks a little bit better. We got a $12.8 million value from Glasnow, 33 from Randy, 25 for Pepio, 17 for Bush. Altogether, it's still an overpay. $57 million going to the Rays, $46 million in value going to the Dodgers, but... It's not as much of an overpay, not to the point where it would be rejected. It is considered a minor overpay by baseball trade values. And again, if Glassnow's out there and there are three or four other teams 
out on him than, or in on him, I should say, then you've got to maybe overpay. And if you throw Randy in there and it gets out there that Randy's on the move and any of these executives catch wind of what the trade is, maybe they try to swoop in there. So an overpay may be required here. Again, the glass now situation, we kind of saw this coming. We talked about it on Sunday that his market was picking up. SNY talking about how Tampa Bay righty Tyler Glass now had emerged as a prominent trade target over the last week and that the Dodgers were in pursuit along with the Reds, the Cubs, and the Angels and at least one other ball club. I have a feeling the Reds and the Cubs and maybe the Angels, are still involved. I don't think that will have changed. So does this change? Does this turn into Tyler Glass now goes to the Reds or the Cubs, and then they have to work a separate trade out for Randy Rosarena? What's next, though? How does this impact moving forward? If the Dodgers trade for Glass now, are they indicating that maybe... Yamamoto isn't going to happen or are they going to get Tyler Glass now, Randy Rosarena, Yoshinobu Yamamoto, push for Josh Hader. Again, super team is what was brought up yesterday as the pitch for the Dodgers. Are the Dodgers going to go out here and does this help if you can execute on this trade today? While the Yam- Yamamoto's having all of these meetings, and he sees that Otani's on board, he sees that Glass now's on board, Randy Rosarena's on board. They already had Freeman and Mookie and Walker Bueller, and Kershaw's probably coming back in the summer. Yamamoto might say, "Hell yeah, sign me up for that." Or again, maybe on the other side of the coin, do the Dodgers not feel like Yamamoto is as solid of a shot? And if they can go get Tyler Glass now. They're hedging their bet, essentially, by going and making this move. Outside of the Dodgers in the scope there, once Glassnow's off the board, then the two prominent trade pieces that you can go out there and get are Dylan Cease and Shane Bieber. We don't think Corbin Burns is on the move anymore. At least I don't. It was put out there a couple of days ago now that the Brewers look like they will hold on to Corbin Burns. That may be just a leverage play. Maybe they weren't getting the offers that they liked. But we know that Bieber is available. We know that Cease is available, but Chris Getz is playing hardball. So if you if you have Glasner off the board, anybody, those teams that we talked about, the Reds, the Cubs, uh, the Angels, if it is the Dodgers that get now, they pivot to... Chicago, they pivot to Cleveland. If they don't want to have to go out there and pay the big dollars for the free agent, they'd rather pay in prospect capital. These would be your players that would become sort of next up as potential trade suitors. This would be one hell of a trade to see the Dodgers get Randy and Tyler Glass now. It looks like Glassnow's on the move for sure. Will a trade come together, uh, uh, the package, will that come together to secure Randy? That is something we're going to have to wait and see. 